0: Blog Talk Radio. Well, <clears throat> praise the Lord. And welcome to com here on BlogTalkRadio.com. This is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. <clears throat> and if you're listening to us via our simulcast during the hours of 9 to 11.05 p.m., here on Monday evenings, we're so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media or on any other platforms during any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and let us know the times, the dates, and the locations or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear us on any other content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all of those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now, having said all that, we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead and get a pen and some paper. And if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. So if you would join your hearts with me in a word of prayer, and we'll get into the word for today. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me, the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. That the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me. and that healing and deliverance break forth in this place in this time because of your your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus revealed to us the Father and draws into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to glow in grace that has appeared to all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace as we sojourn in the land of promise going from faith to faith and from glory to glory for you made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus so speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, beloved, this is The Company You Keep, Part 5. Just want to kind of review and bring everybody up to where we are. It has been stated that our victory and or our defeat is made sure by the company that we keep. It's all left up to us. And you know I'm talking about your thought life. For as a man thinks in his heart, so easy. That's where you find the man. When you couple that with the truth that's in Proverbs chapter 4, that, uh, starting in verse 20 to 23, that says, My son, attend unto my words, and incline your ears to my saying, let them not depart from thine eyes, but keep them in the midst of your heart. Hmm. For they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of that heart that is kept by the word flows the issues of life. And it's also true that if your heart is not kept by the word, the issues of your life are still going to flow out of it. They will not be desirable to you. They will be frustrations and anxieties and fears. if, If we make that the place that we live, because as a man thinks in his heart, that's where you find him. This is what the man is going to do. He's going to eat from that uh, uh, servings. okay? And, and and I want you to know that when you keep uh, company, <laughs> thoughts in your heart is not supposed to be there. Thoughts in your mind is not supposed to be there. You know, the thing says memory uh, misery loves company. So when you decide that you're going to uh, think that way, act that way, respond that way, then the devil will send you thoughts and people that will keep you all messed up people that will help steal your joy and kill your, your time and destroy your understanding of truth and righteousness and peace. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 32 to 34, it says, Be not deceived, evil communication corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not. He just told us that if we are asleep, he said, awake to righteousness, so that means that if you're not uh, you're not woke to righteousness, and this is not the woke that they talked about, <clears throat> you know, inclusion of this and and all. No, this is to be attentive, awake to righteousness. See, if, if you become sensitive to what God is doing, because it says seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Why? Because God is trying to <clears throat> cause your life to increase. He's trying to Add into your life, pour into your life, cause your life to be all that he wanted it to be see okay? so if you were uh, uh, um, if you're going to hang around with uh the 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 people that are hurting and telling you about their hurt and then they want you to feel bad for them and want you to be feel feel as bad as they are you you begin to be lulled to sleep, and if you are asleep, he said you probably will sin, okay and when i'm talking about sin i'm not just talking about the things you do i'm talking about the way you think and the position of your heart because the word the, the first definition of the word sin is to be without a portion okay so you, so so if you are in darkness you will be without a portion walk in the light here understand that stumbling and failure is easy to find in darkness. Okay, let's just see that. If I'm walking around in darkness, I will easily find the things that are hurtful to me. I will find failure. I will find stumbling. That's what's hiding undercover. Hiding in bad thoughts, bad company. Like, Hurts and pains and rejection; Those are evil communications. And they will corrupt good manners. They always partner with the sin or the missing of a mark. That's what David said. He said, thy word have I hid in my heart. Why? So that I will not miss the mark. I will not sin against you. See, if you, don't, if you are without something then you're going to try to do whatever you think is necessary to get to something that you don't have. Recognize that when you don't have it, that is being without a portion. That is sin. Okay? And I know that we've learned that, that, that sin was just what I did. You know, it's more than that. The reason you did what you did is because you were without a portion. Okay? In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 and 20, God records this for us. He said, I called heaven and earth to record against you this day that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. He said, he set both of them before you. Whichever one you choose, that's what you're going to either endure or enjoy. Choose life. Why? So that both you and your seed may live, that you may love the Lord your God, and that you may obey his voice, and that you may cleave unto him. For he is thy life. I mean, that's just so good to know that if I just hold on, cleave to, adhere to the word of God, Life comes out of that. But if I'm going to become uh, people that hang out with evil communication, bad company, I'm not cleaving unto him. Actually, technically, if I'm hanging out with bad company, then I'm making myself accustomed to being without my portion. See, I've chosen that. Life and death, blessing and cursing, you choose. And he said, I'm I'm giving you the ability to choose not just for you, but for your seed and your seed seed. Everything in the word of God is generational. It lasts three generations, minimally. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, three generations. Jesus, you, and your children, three generations. See, he wants to, he wants to have input into our lives, and you, he, cannot do, he cannot get the input into your life except through the word. Jesus lets us know that. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can become partners, get to the Father, become covenant-related to the Father except through the Word, except through me. And we think that other people siding with us is a better way to get God to do what he's going to do. Agreement has to be between you and the Father. Then when you establish that, God will then surround you with people that you can agree with on earth as touching. So, see, we need to find the people to agree with us on earth as touching. When we agree with God in heaven, it's as speaking. Glory to God. Because we can call those things that be not as though they were. See, we agree with God as speaking. On earth, we agree with people, fellowship with people as touching, okay? And whatever you agree with as touching, then that's the thing you're going to be looking for, have expectation for. That's what Jesus said. If any two agree on earth as touching anything, in fact, they're asking the Father to do, it shall be done of the Father, who's in heaven, why? Because you are agreeing in heaven, please, everything that we have to do is going to be done in the witness of two. Two is the number of witness. That's why he needs agreement on Earth and in heaven. I'm just trying to get you to see how to walk it out. I agree with the Father by speaking. Okay? That's how the whole king that's how the entire kingdom of God operates. It is by verbal command. Amen. See? So then when we get that and understand, then we don't have to worry about finding someone that, that, that that feels the way we feel. Okay? Because I've already agreed with God by speaking, by declaration. We're the ones that shall declare and decree a thing, and it shall be established unto us. Why? Because I've already released it in the heavens, and now as touching on earth brings it into manifestation. You find someone that's agreeing with God so you can agree with them and God. Okay, I know, you know, sometimes we kind of we got to mess this thing up. We'll try to get God to change his mind because we found five people that say what we wanted them to say. See, that's not the way it works. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the way he set the things up as they ought to be. That's what righteousness is. It is the, the, the condition or state of a thing as it ought to be. And whatever is spoken in heaven is the condition of a thing as it ought to be. He sent his word to heal you and deliver you and to deliver you. Why? Because that's the way it ought to be. When he made us in the day that we were made, we were made with the ability to say, speak. That's what he made us. He made us speaking spirits. Okay, that's what God is. He is a speaking spirit. In the beginning, God said, let there be. He's a speaking spirit. See, and he's given us the same authority and ability to declare and decree a thing, and it's established unto us. We get get heaven's point of view, the righteous point of view, And then we find someone else that's looking the same way. We're looking for the kingdom of heaven to come. Thy will be done where? On earth the same way it is done in heaven. And how is it done in heaven? God said, every time, all the time, that he's a speaking spirit. And he's always speaking even if we don't hear or are obedient. And he's speaking spirit. To spirit, okay God's not just trying to speak to your emotions, you have to bring your emotions to subjection. you have to bring every thought under a subjection. you have to bring it captive, the Bible says, until that thought obeys the Word of God, until that thought obeys Christ. you have to bring that thought into subjection, see? So when you hear spirit to spirit, you've just been empowered. You've just been blessed. That's what blessed means: empowered to prosper. Okay, so this is how it was set up from the beginning. Okay, and it's not going to change because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, it is. It is. Is the Lord God says, "I am the Lord thy God. I change not." Therefore, because I don't change, that's why you are not consumed. So it would probably do us good to stop trying to change God to to, to do it the way we want it done. Let's see the way to first. uh, Amen. You agree with God, agree with his word, and as you agree with his word, then that which he has spoken now has an entrance into your life because his word is not coming back to him void it has to prosper isn't that interesting why he said that it it it, it will prosper it has to grow bigger than your circumstance amen it has to go bigger than your frustrations and or doubts the word has to become final authority in your life as the word is developed that way in your life As a man thinks in his heart, that's where you find the man. That's when you'll be able to enjoy the good at his hand. You'll then see him begin to move things, orchestrate things, so that you can enter into that rest that he's spoken about. See? But if you're going to try to manipulate God, trick God, try to trick him, because he knows your heart. Okay, so then if you would allow him to let let the, let your heart develop, wow, let your heart develop in goodness, because it's the goodness of the Lord that leads you to repentance, that leads you to the understanding that your way is wrong, His way is righteous. See. If you would allow that process to happen, he will develop your heart there. That's why he said to you, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of that heart flows (laughs) the issues of life. When we don't hide the word in our heart, we might get a drip here and a drip there, but God is wanting you to have flow. Out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water he wants you to he wants you to be uh contained and operating in perpetually the flow not the drip you know yesterday was good tomorrow might not be that's not what he wants you he wants you to flow in the goodness of god amen keep your heart with all diligence because out of that heart that is full of the word of God, that's looking for God to do what he said he would do. Attend to his words. Incline your ear to his sayings. Hmm. I, I, I should not be listening at the bad company. I should be listening at his words because his words are going to develop my heart so that I can then walk it out, so that I can then enjoy it. Let them not depart from your eyes. Look at that. Have the expectation that what he said he's going to do. How? We'll find out as we walk. We'll find out as we draw nigh unto him. Because as we draw nigh unto him, he promised that he would do what? Draw nigh unto us. In other words, the thing that we're looking for will become very present. It will be right in front of us. Because that's the way... He's able to bless when we are in his presence because in his presence is fullness of joy. Keep your eyes on him. Look unto him. See, have your expectation from him because as you have your expectation on him from him, you will get good. You cannot get to good beloved without going through God. Three-quarters of the word good is God. If you remove God from the good that you're looking for, you're going to be left with a zero. Because three-quarters of the word good is God. So let's stop trying to make good without God. Let's go ahead and don't add anything to God, then God can then be good to you. Let that zero be the place where you start and then add God to the zero. Let him be God. Because if you, if you let him be God, he will then show you good. I am the way, the truth, the light. No man can get to this covenant relationship, get to God without going through The word. I don't need to add nothing to it. I don't need to take nothing away from it. The word is able to stand. I should tell my daughter all the time. Truth stands by itself. It doesn't need your assistance. It doesn't need your help to try to work it out, do a workaround. No, what you should do is simply receive the truth. Receive the word. Because when you receive the word with an engrafted heart, it says that that word now is able to cause things to work for you. See? And receive the engrafted word of God that's able to save or deliver your soul. Glory to God. See, if I don't receive the engrafted engrafted word of God, then my soul, which is the thing that's giving me all the trouble, my soul cannot find the good. It cannot be delivered the engrafted word of god the engrafted word when i cause the word to be intertwined engrafted when it's intertwined with, with with my thoughts see but i i take my thoughts and i i make i hide them in the word see i, I make those thoughts become subjected to god the engrafted word with its when it's intertwined in my thinking that it will deliver my soul. It it, it will stop and remove all the frustrations and stuff that I'm having. Because I'll think, let this mind be in you. See, I'll think the way Jesus thinks. The Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Since we have it, would it not be good to go ahead and activate it? To go ahead and utilize it? Let that be the way, what, what you lean on? what you lead with for they are life to those that find them. When you keep looking at the word, hearing the word, keeping the word in the midst of your heart, letting them not depart from what you see. If you're looking at a situation and all you see is the bad, then you didn't keep the word that was sent to deliver you in your heart, okay, because he just told us that evil communication is going to corrupt good manners, the things that you think you want to do, you won't be able to do, them. why? Because you took your eyes off of the word. You know, it is very interesting that your eyes and your ears are on the same plane, so then whatever you're listening to is also going to be what you're looking at. I hope you heard that See, If you you are uh, are Listening to things that are not going to Build you up Because that's what his word does It's able to build you up and give you An inheritance among among all of them That are sanctified So if I'm hearing the word of God My eyes then are going to be Steadfast on the word My expectation Is going to be on the word By the word Through the word I'll be able to, 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 to stop those thoughts that cause me to think, God is not going to do it for me. I don't deserve it. See, it's not about your deserving in the first place. It's about your covenant relationship with him. It has nothing to do with your deserve. In fact, here's what he said about your deserve. While you were yet sinners, he died for you. So that took care of your deserve right there, didn't it? He, he didn't wait till you got holy. He didn't wait till you got perfect. He said, while you were yet sinners, he died for you. His love is abounding toward you. <clears throat> when Jesus was born, that was the statement that was released in heaven. the heavens. The angel said, peace on earth, goodwill <clears throat> towards... Men, <clears throat> goodwill from heaven to man. Peace is on earth. This 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 contention that was here, it is now settled. Now you can enjoy the goodwill towards men. And it's an interesting statement the way that is. It says this was uh, stated when Jesus was born. All right, why? Because the beginning of a thing is small. The baby Jesus was small. Ooh, I love that, Lord. The promise was grand. But our perception of the promise starts out small. Wow. We shouldn't leave Jesus in the manger. Bless the Lord God. Amen. Because when you allow him to go through the process that the word has to do in your life, then you will hear him say, all power has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Why? Because it's no longer small, now it's in the fullness. And of its fullness, that's what we receive, grace for grace, goodwill towards men. This baby that you see now is going to give, give you entrance into all of the kingdom. Glory to God. No man can get to the Father except they go through him. Amen. L- let's grow up in grace. Isn't that what he tells us to do? See? So then we should not have the same thought of Jesus in the baby. Let's do it this way. Jesus in the baby on a specific day of the year. Amen. You no, we, we need to have the life of Jesus every day of the year. See, allow him to be big in us. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name forever. See, let's talk about him. That's the, that's the, the company that you should keep. Exalt his name together. Let the iron, sharpened iron process happen in your life. That's why we need to just come out from among them and be separate, see, so that we can hear the promises of God, that we can hear the, the, the direction of God. See? My son, attend to my words, incline thine ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Glory to God to all your flesh. Th- th- that means that, that the, the, the issues that you're having with your flesh, keep your eyes on the word. Keep the word in the midst of your heart. And that flesh that you was having trouble with, because I just kind of thought, you know, for a little while I thought we were just gonna uh, uh just continue to have problems with this flesh till we get to heaven. No, that's not true. He's coming back for a church that does not have spot or blemish, no wrinkles or any such thing. So something's going to have to happen to my flesh, ain't it? Amen. He's not coming back, beloved, until your flesh has been healed, until you bring that flesh under subjection by continually hearing the word, living the word, partaking of the word, having expectation in the word, having victory by the word. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep thine heart with all diligence, for out of a kept heart that's attentive to his word, inclining to his sayings, he says, that's where you will have the flow, for out of it are the issues of life. You don't have to go through the the issues of pain. You can enjoy, come on, y'all, you can enjoy the issues of life. Mm. Jesus said, I'm come that you might have what? Life, and you might have that life more abundantly. Overflowing, to the full, nothing missing, nothing broken. See? That you will be able to fulfill uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28. You'll be blessed coming in and you'll be blessed coming out. You'll be blessed in the city, and you'll be blessed in the field. See? You'll be able to know that whatever you put your hands to, it's going to prosper because he's commanded the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all that I set your hands to. See, this would be life to all your flesh. Issues of life. Proverbs chapter 3. And this will be where most of the uh, ministry will be coming from. I hope I can get through it. (laughs) Pray for me. (laughs) Verses 1 through uh, 18. Okay? He says again, in the book of Proverbs, that is called the book of wisdom. It's known as the the book of wisdom in the Old Testament. James is the book of wisdom in the New Testament. Uh, And I will just remind you that uh, Colossians, I mean, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 30 and 31 tells us that Jesus was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. He was made unto us wisdom. Glory to God. I mean, if you can see the exchange that just happened, all of your stupidness, if you would Meditate on the word, stay in the word, that you will understand by the word that Jesus was made unto you wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. Wow. So with wisdom and righteousness and sanctification, those that are set apart, what is it that you cannot have? from the kingdom of heaven. Jesus was made unto you so that you can enjoy what he came to do. He was made. It didn't say that Jesus would make you. Come on, help me read the scripture with me. He said he was made unto you. He, he, he bypassed us and did it for us. Amen. Because, you know, if it was waiting on us, let's be real, if the whole thing was contingent on us, we would keep messing up, wouldn't we? We the ones got us in the mess we in today. Amen. And I don't care what that weed is, you can't get you out of the mess you put yourself in. Because what you thought to get there is what put you there. You're going to have to have new thoughts. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. See? Activate the mind of Christ. See? Learn to do what it's going to tell us right here in Proverbs. It says, my son, <clears throat> forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. And, and the book of John, First John chapter 5, says that his commandments are not grievous. They are not hard. Okay, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. If I think that the commandments are hard, then as I approach the commandment, I'm going to approach it from what we know as a negative position. And as you think in your heart, that's what you're going to get. See? So if you think it's hard, then you're going to do the things that you do from a hard position. I hope you saw that. If you think it's hard, then you're going to do what you do from a hard position, expecting not the reward that grace gives you. Because then you're going to go at it and try to do it by works, and you find out that when you work for a thing, it causes sweat. Come on, y'all. Hard work always produces sweat. When you do it by grace, because you were empowered or blessed to do it, it becomes easy. That's why Jesus said, my yoke is, yes, easy, burden light. See? So, So we're going to have to first put the word and don't forget the word. My son, don't forget the word. Notice this. He said, don't forget the law. A law is a thing that cannot be changed. A law is a thing that works even if you don't want it to work. When you drop something out of your hand, the law of gravity kicks in. That thing that you drop is going down to the floor. Why? Because the law is in effect. The only way that you can stop a law is to have another law that supersedes it. That's why Romans 8 tells us that we have the law of the spirit of life that's in Christ Jesus so that we don't have to be subject to the law of sin and death. See, the only reason that the law of sin and death does not work in our lives when we keep the word in our heart is because now we have the law of the spirit of life that's in Christ Jesus. See? So he says, my son, those that are in covenant with me, do not forget my law keep those laws those precepts those statutes let your heart keep them let your heart maintain them the word let there the word let is the same word that we saw in um john chapter five we talked about that um that it says that the uh, verse four uh, Okay, chapter 5, John chapter 5, just skip there. We're coming back to uh, Proverbs. Um, John chapter 5 says, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there was at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is the Hebrew tongue, Messiah, having five porches. Remember, five is the number of grace. In, in, in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, um blind, halt withered waiting for the moving of the water notice they were sitting there just waiting for the move of the water that's good for them in that dispensation but he's going to show you something here that that he invites you into they were these hip these folk that were impotent that were blind that were halt that were withered they were just waiting for the moving of the water why for an angel went down At a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. The word let is to agitate, to trouble. That's what it means. So now, we don't have to wait for that process. We have the ability, according to what he just said, let thine heart keep my commandments. Agitate, stir up, you do that. Let your heart do it, see? You you take the word of God and you continue to muse over it, meditate over it. That's the process of letting it, moving it. Let it become active, see? Find wherever it is that you're not uh, aligning yourself with the promise and let agitate. Go back and rehearse the, the, the promise again. Say it. Say it until it becomes a part of your being. Just like Abraham did, the Bible says he, he became fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. He messed this thing up from jump street, As soon as he heard the promise of God... Yeah, he, uh, he started listening to somebody else. He started listening to his wife, and his wife told him to to go into a, the handmaiden. And so, you know, being a brother, I got a young, uh, I got a young uh, chick over here. Well, then, okay, that's not good to me. No, he had to got then He went through that whole thing to the point where he had to become fully persuaded, listening at it again, that what he had promised, he was able to perform. It didn't say what he had promised. I have to perform. See, if I'm still trying to do it, then I'm not fully persuaded, am I? I'm, I'm still trying to help God, and Abraham helped God, and he came up with Ishmael. That's right, Ishmael. Now that was not the son of promise, because God gave the the the, the vision, the understanding, gave it to him by promise. He didn't give it to him through works. He didn't give it to him because of sweat. Amen. See, because when you go back to the original, Adam lived in a world where he didn't sweat until he sinned. And as soon as he sinned, God said, now you're going to live by the sweat of your brow. Jesus came and redeemed us from that curse. So then I don't have to live my life in sweat, in effort, again, do I? I have to learn to live my life by, uh, by believing. Because the just live by faith. They no longer live by effort. Well, oh, I didn't say that you don't do what, I didn't say you didn't do what you're required to do as obedience I didn't say that, see? But you don't have to sweat trying to think if it's going to work. That would be a position of sweat, wouldn't it? Nervousness, if you would. See? I don't have to sweat. I am fully persuaded that what he has promised, he also is able to perform. And Abraham, who hoped against hope, see? believed God, and because he did, it was accounted to him as righteousness, the way things ought to be. He took the word of God and allowed the word of God to to, to, to grow and be developed in his heart to the point that when God, uh, when he heard the angel say, uh, take your son up there and sacrifice your son, Abraham, because he talked to God about the word. Come on, y'all. Because he talked to God about how is this going to happen. Because, you know, you just don't go here, uh, go sacrifice your son. He said, okay, we're on the way up. No, 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 no. He said that he received Isaac being raised from the dead in a vision. See, he had a promise that was so real to him that all of the things that he was looking at was the promise. It didn't matter even if his son was dead. He said he'd already received him as being raised from the dead in a vision. See? If you don't have a, without a vision, come on, y'all, without a vision, the people perish. So if Abraham did not have this vision, that whole promise would have been over. If he would have just been, if you call it a, a blindly obeying, no, you need to have a vision. Because without the vision, you're going to perish. Without an understanding, say that it don't matter what I do. God made promise. I am fully persuaded that what he promised, he's able to perform. My son, forget not my law, going back to Proverbs. My son, forget not my law, but let your heart keep my commandments. <laughs> Notice again, he's speaking to our hearts. He said, let your heart keep my commandments. If your heart keeps the commandment, then you won't do the wrong things with your hands. You won't do the wrong things with your body. You won't do the wrong things with your feet. See, I, I'm listening to all of these parts of the body because that's what gets us in trouble. We say, well, okay, you know, I really, I really trust God, and then your feet go running into situations that you ain't supposed to be in. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you find yourself uh, doing things by the flesh, and you, your feet took you to that thing. But see, if I keep the the word in my heart then my heart controls my feet. Because you go after what's in your heart. Don't get it confused. That's what he just said. As a man thinketh in his heart, that's why his feet move. Your your feet move because you wanted that drink. Your your feet move because you decided that you, you need that relief that you thought you was getting from getting high. Your feet took you there because your heart went after that. Amen. See, but if you would keep the the law in your heart, let your heart keep its commandments, then even if your foot moved, you would say, all right, the foot, that's it. You can't go no further. You're going to stop. Why? I'm going to stand right here, having done all this stand. That's all I got to do is I got to stand. He didn't tell me to go get this. I don't need that brand because it's handy. I don't need that beer because it's near. I need to allow the, the, the water of the word wash me right there. And he'll meet you. The Bible says there is a stream. There's a river that makes glad the, the people of God. It makes glad. So you can stand in the expectation of hope. See, God has not given up on me. God, is he's faithful, that promise. I'm sure that he, I'm convinced that he is able to do what he promised. He didn't give you that promise so that you can be frustrated beloved he sent the word to heal you and to deliver you it did not say he sent the word to frustrate you he sent the word to heal you and to deliver you and please understand that deliverance is a two-part uh, situation that you have to be delivered from and then delivered be delivered to you can't be half delivered and be delivered when post office it comes to your house but because it's outside in the box you ain't received it yet you have to go to the box and make the connection at the point where where is where it was deposited see okay? then you go to the mailbox to get it now that item has been delivered you can now utilize that object so you 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 have a promise but the promise is not fulfilled until you operate in that promise he sent the word to heal and to deliver. Wow. To heal and deliver. Thank you, Lord. To heal and deliver. So then um, your, your feet used to take you in the wrong direction. That's because your feet were sick. Your hands picked up stuff and, and, and held on the stuff that it wasn't supposed to. That's because your hands were sick. But he sent the word to heal your sick hands, to heal your sick feet, to heal your sick eyes. And then after he healed you, now deliverance can take place. Glory to God. See? My son, forget not my law, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. And I noticed last time that there must be a difference between length of days and long life. Because otherwise he would have just said length of days and left the long life off. But length of days is understood um, because I've, I've known some days that, that I was going through that everything would just seem like it was working exactly like it's was supposed to. I didn't want that day to end. That was a lengthened day. Okay? It works on the other side. something going so bad that you want that day to be over with. Yeah? That, and, and that day just laughs and laughs and laughs. because you don't know how to get out of it because the word is the thing that guides you but we didn't go to the word to get the information that was necessary so that we can then enjoy the the deliverance process because that day is everything's going good. Long life and peace shall they add to thee. Again, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. The table of your heart is the place where you're going to eat. That's your, okay, where you get your sustenance from. So he says, write the word upon your heart, okay? Bind them uh, about your neck. That means you keep connected to the thing that is giving you promise, to the thing that is giving you hope. Because the word is going to give you hope. It's going to give you direction, okay? So that's what you stay connected with. You you don't take off. mm, Thank you, sir. You don't take off your point of connection. You bind it, keep it on your neck. You know it's interesting that where your head goes, your your body follows. And if I get your neck to be uh, uh, supple in the hand of God, then your head won't be so hard. God called them a stiff-necked people. Why? Because their neck. They had to move in the wrong direction Okay What they were connected with You remember that he said That the children of Israel they, they, uh, When they came out of Egypt He said they had the occasion That they could have went back Why? Because their neck Kept leaning over that way Going in that direction Mind them about your neck Don't let mercy Leave don't let mercy go in the direction that you're not going in. Follow peace. Follow righteousness. Follow. See? That's what he wants you to do. See? So when you, when you decide that you're going to work with God, follow his direction. See? And he says, and the way you do that, again, is you write them upon the table of your heart. Psalms 45, verse 1, says that my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. See, so I can write them upon the table of my heart by uh, the things that, that, that I say. Because my tongue is the, uh, the, the pen of a ready writer. See? So we, we, we're going to have to learn to, to be sensitive to God more and more and more. Now, if I do that, what he said in verses 1 through 3, then he says, so shalt I find favor, glory to God, okay. okay, okay, remember we had the discussion earlier that uh, what happens in the dark, I will find, I'm going to find stumbling, I'm going to find a pain, because they, they are hidden in dark places, but he says that if I keep the word in my heart and bind it upon uh, my neck, and then write it on my heart, he says, So shall thy find favor and good understanding. So that tells me that there is some understanding that I might come in contact with that's not good. Yeah, we know that. Okay. We we, we just endure it because, you know, that's what happens. Right? I, I just I just gotta go through. I would Remind you, beloved, God has made you to sit together in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, far above all principalities, power, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. So why do you have to go through if he's elevated you? He's made you to sit far above. Amen. He gave you the ability to declare and decree a thing, and it will be established unto you. When you're seated in your rightful position, you are operating as the king's kid. Amen. You are one that has authority. You are a speaking spirit. See? So when I keep the word in my heart and I, I bind it upon my neck, I, I, okay, wow, 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 wow. Just look at this. He said, verse 3, he said, write them upon the table of your heart. He didn't say, having wrote them, did he? Amen. That's an active tense. Write them. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. I confess, and as I'm saying things with my tongue, I am writing on my heart. Write them over and over and over. Glory to God. You know, in that day, wow, Lord, in that day, um, the writing process was a whole lot different than it is today. They, they didn't have ballpoint pens. That would do smooth uh, writing. They would go through hammer and chisel, and they would etch words into stone. They finally came to to um, to, 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 to to doing no script. I get that, but they it, the first thing they were doing was etching it. Okay, so then you have to etch it, scar. I hope you're getting this. See. So you have to continue to do it over and over until that line that was necessary to have a letter was there. I'll just throw this in here. See, in, in the original Hebrews, uh, the words all have three components. Every letter has three components, okay? It has a pictorial, it has a prophetic, and it has uh, a a a, 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 it's a picture, an image, and oh, Lord Jesus, it's an image, a picture, and a meaning. There it was. Thank you. Thank you. It has a meaning. Each, each letter, y'all. Each letter has a meaning, a picture, and and prophecy. So then we just go and get the meaning of the thing, and we we got it. We didn't even take consideration that that has also a prophetic edge to it. That's why Jesus says things like, you're going to live by every word, because there's a prophecy in that word. He didn't say you're going to exist by the word. He said you're going to live by it. Living by it means my tomorrow has to be affected. Is that correct? If I'm existing, that's just my now. But I'm going to live, that means it has to be something uh, greater than my now. That's why it was prophetic. It had a picture so that I can see the image of it. See? Because when I imagine, then then it helps me to be able to have greater hope in it. Okay? You remember when God came down and... uh, 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 in chapter eleven of the book of Genesis because they were building the tower of Babel and God himself came down and said "The people are united the people is one therefore anything that they imagine to do will not be restrained from them because the, the 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 God gave you your energy he gave you the ability to to think things out like that what you can imagine he gave that to you the devil got it and perverted it because he caused it to be dark. Glory to God. I mean, you look at pictures today. Those pictures are be more and more dark, aren't they? I mean, he's got a whole generation uh, dealing with dungeons and dragons. Okay? Why? Because the dark imagination is going to take you to a dark place. Okay? That's why the entrance of his word gives light, and because of that light, he gives understanding to the simple. When you uh, deal in dark information, you're going to remain simple. How long, O simple, will you love simplicity? He asked that question to us. You, old simple people, how long, stupid, will you stay stupid? How long... Stupid, would you stay in darkness? Because the entrance of his word is going to give light. So they etched this in stone. It it was not by accident that that word was that word. It it had a meaning. It had a prophecy. And it had an image. See? I would just say something to you, you know, like when you're reading uh, uh, your Bible, find out what's the third part of it. You got the one part, you got the understanding. But what about the, the image? What about the prophecy? Because the Bible says that every word that comes, the, the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Yeah. God sees where we are. And he wants us to hear a word because in that word is going to be a prophetic utterance. Amen. He doesn't want you to stay there, but we just got a meaning, and we ran with the meaning. And it's an interesting thing. Uh, meanings sometimes, wow, meanings can be uh, uh, subject to interpretation, can't they? Amen. Yeah. I thought it meant uh, meanings uh, can be a subject to interpretation. But, see, a prophetic word from God, he will not alter the thing that is going forth out of his lips. See, it will not return to him void. See, so that prophetic word is going to be accomplished in the earth. He sent it to heal. Just because you didn't use it, it doesn't doesn't mean that word is now gone because the word of God liveth and it abideth forever because God is patient. The first characteristics that we see about love. So he's not in a hurry to say if you don't do this word by by this date. No, he's waiting on you. He watches over his word so that he can perform it. The, the the if in God is still always active. If my people who are called by my name, he spoke it in the in the in the in the desert, but it's still applicable today, isn't it? Amen. See if you confess your sin that if is still active they said that that's one of the biggest words in the, in the in the in the dictionary the if see because it's still active bind them about your neck write them upon the table of your hearts why so that you would find favor Glory. did it say you would find disappointment? If I keep his word, did he say you would find disappointment? Well, God, he never did that for me. That, he didn't say that's what you would find. Because the entrance of the word gives light. So then he will show you, open up to you, give revelation to you. See? He will cause that thing to to, to, to work out for your good. That's what he wants. And um we we were we were looking at this last time in Matthew chapter 16. I'm coming back to Proverbs. I'm going to come back. But I just want you to to kind of see these things so that you would know what he's saying. In Matthew chapter 16, uh Jesus makes some statements because he said he came to Philippi, Caesarea Philippi. And he asked the question. He said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, um, you know, some of them say this and some of them say that. Then he asked them again. He said, who do you say I am? And then our brother Peter said, um, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus said, Simon, you are blessed. You're empowered to prosper, Peter. You're blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you. But my Father, which is in heaven, he has revealed it to you. And I say unto you that on this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. See, he's going to give us revelation. And as you have that revelation, now you are able to finish what's necessary for whatever you are facing. See, See? I have to write this revelation down in my heart. Keep it in my heart. See, wherever Jesus is building That's where I need to be. Hmm. See, wherever Jesus is, that's where I need to be. He's building. That's what he said, right? He says, upon this rock of revelation, I'm going to build my church. Please hear what's there. He says, I'm going to do something with this from now on. I'm going to build. He didn't say, upon this rock was my church built. Again, that would be my past, wouldn't it? If I'm building, that's my today. See? And then he said about my today, let's just hear the rest of it. He says because I'm building, the gates of hell cannot prevail against what I'm building. See, if I'm hiding the word in my heart, letting the word be uh, the structure, the strong power that the righteous can run into and they are safe. See, in the Old Testament, it was one specific place. But because he's been made unto me wisdom and righteousness and sanctification, he's building. See? And so then I go to that place, and I'm safe in that place. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against what he's building. You can't stop this. See? And he says, not only am I building, I will also give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. He's given you keys. If you feel like something has been locking you out, you've been given the key, beloved. Go to the place where Jesus is building. Because as he's, come on, come on, that's good, that's good. As he's building, he's also, according to the scripture, as he's building, he's releasing keys. Glory to God. He said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail, and I will give. The word and is a prepositional It connects this to that So as Jesus is building He's also giving keys I don't have to be stuck where I am Because as I recognize He is building I have keys Glory to God Not only do I have keys in my life I have keys to, to let other people out Amen See See because God is not interested that any should perish. He wants all to come to the knowledge of the truth. So then the keys are not just for me. This is not uh, my phone no more. He said the whole earth would be filled with the glory of the knowledge of the, the knowledge of the glory of God. as the same way the waters cover the sea. The whole earth is going to be filled with that knowledge. So then the, 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 the revelation knowledge was not just for me. He needs the earth to be filled with this knowledge. The people in your life, yeah, the people that's persecuting you, that's doing you wrong, that's why he's giving you keys so that you can let them out. You want to get out the frustrations that you uh, incur every day? Find out how to bind and loose. That's what he says for you to do. Here he comes. And I will give unto you keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever you shall bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you shall loose in the earth, shall be loosed in heaven. See, he's giving you keys so that you don't have to put up with that. You don't have to judge them. You can release them. You have keys to the kingdom. See, I don't know, maybe, you know, we, we, we selfish and we think this way. We think the keys are just so I can get what I want from God. Well, if that was true, He would not have put the next phrase in there that had a whatsoever in it. Glory to God. So it was not just for my specific stuff, wants and and desires, was it? He wanted me to use this key, these keys on whatsoever. Lord, they are attacking me. So I'm going to use my keys and dismantle the thing. I'm going to, to to take their desire to do it away from them, and I'm going to replace it with the desire to walk in, in holiness, the desire to walk in righteousness, the desire to walk in love, the desire to receive love. Glory to God. Because hurt people are the only people that hurt people. So then, Lord, I'm going to release healing over their lives so they won't continue to hurt and impact people's lives. How about that, y'all? See, we we've looked at it a little selfishly. We just said, you know, um, I I can get what I want because I got keys. Well, the Bible tells us in Psalms 37, He says, "Delight yourself also in the Lord, and then He will give you the desires of your heart." It didn't say He will accomplish for you. He said He will give you the desires. He's the one that starts the process. He's not willing that any should perish, so He's going to give you the desire. That's what He said in, in Psalms 2. He said, ask me, and I'll give you the heathen for your inheritance. The one that's troubling you, he says, I've given them to you for your inheritance. What are you going to do with your inheritance? I just need them to be out of my face and get away from me. I don't want to be talking. No, 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 no. I gave them to you for your inheritance. I gave you keys so that you can release the stuff that's hurting them, that's causing them to be blind. See? Okay. We can use keys the right way because what we've been doing, wow, what we've been doing is we've been taking the keys, getting our stuff, and locking the door so that it will not flow. That, that's not what love does. See? Love causes us to do stuff like that Jesus did. He came to seek and to save those that were lost. Wait a minute, y'all. Come on. Come on now. These are the keys that he transferred to us. He gave us the key to seek and to save those that are lost. Amen. But we've been trying to just get, you know, know, what we need, God. Come on. You see what I'm going through, God? He said, yeah, and I gave you the key for it. Be a blessing. Is that not why he blessed you? He said, I will bless you, Abraham, and you shall be a blessing. Bless and curse not. For thereunto are you called that you might receive. Come on, y'all, a blessing. See, we we haven't we haven't turned our thinking to this place. See, we were just trying to to get what we needed to get to get out to get some relief. Wow, wow, wow! Do you know he didn't just promise you relief relief; he promised you freedom. Whom the Son sets free. It's free. He didn't say who the son says free has relief. Come on. We need to, again, those are the the, the the meanings, the three meanings of the words. Come on. The three meanings. That was the prophetic. Wow. See? It was not just the, 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 the meaning of the word. It was the prophetic attached to that word. It was the picture that we should have in our heart so that we can start seeing the way God wants. He wants everybody free. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. Why we keep thinking that he didn't want them free? Well, he didn't want them bothering me. You've been given keys and the gates of hell. See, when I when I know that the gates of hell cannot prevail against what he's building, then I'll use my keys to make everybody else that's in this hell situation free. Whatever you buy. Shall be bound, or whatever you lose. Okay, okay, okay. See, I had looked at it like this way. I mean, I've, I've always looked at this is so that we can get. But he said, whatever you lose. So that means the people that were in bondage, I have the uh, responsibility. He's given me them. The he's for my inheritance. I have the responsibility of causing them to be free. I don't have to go preach at them. Glory to God. I love them to freedom. That's what Jesus did. They crucified the man. While they were crucifying the man, Jesus said, Father, these keys you gave me, I'm going to use one of them. Forgive them. They don't know what they do. This is why the, the, the nails are still in the hands. The spear just got through hitting his side. He's hanging on a cross with a crown of thorns on his head, and he said, these keys that you gave me, I'm going to use them. I'm going to show my people how to use them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Let them out. Don't, don't, don't lay us to their charge. That's what Stephen said. Don't lay us to their charge. Why? Because they were not, they were not born for this. They just became comfortable in this. But I'm going to let them be free, Lord. Forgive them. Whatever you loose shall be loosed. There is no more account of this. I mean, just think about that. I can take the thing that they've been bound up in and cause heaven to release them. Because whatever I lose is loosed in heaven. Glory to God. He's looking for somebody that's going to walk like the Son of God in the earth. Somebody that's not going to be uh, taken aback and decide that I, I need you to put vengeance. No, Jesus did not call fire down. That's what the disciples wanted him to do. Yeah, you to call fire down. In and Jesus said, you do not know what spirit you are of. Okay? That's not why I came. I could have come, and when they started, uh, when they tried to arrest me, I could have called 12,000 of angels down and set, set this thing in another direction. But that's not my purpose. My purpose is to cause people that are bound to be free. Because whatever I lose is loose. Prayers of, of intercession. We're supposed to be co-laborers with, with Christ. Is that correct? Co-laborers with God. Well, let's remind you that Jesus ever liveth to make intercession for us. He ever lives for that purpose. Amen. So then, if we're going to be a co-laborer, then we should pick up some of that intercession, shouldn't we? Oh, no, we're going to spend time judging and reminding God how bad I'm being treated. Well Jesus said, if they persecute you, if they are the ones that spitefully use you, I need for you to do something for me. You see you, you connected to me. You 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 say you my children. I need for you to pray for them. But, but you don't hear me, God. They despitefully use you. oh, them is the ones I'm talking about. Expressly talking about them. Yeah, I'm not going to be mad because you pray for your brother and your sister and all that. No, no, but but I expressly told you that if they persecute you, if they despitefully use you, pray for them. He's given us keys to the kingdom. This is the place where he abides. This is the place that he came from. This is the kingdom. This is how it should operate. I'm going to build my church. I'm going to need you to be the one that helps the building be erected. Why? By the sacrifice of self. Because if you deny yourself, then he's glorified. Then people will see that the power of God came into this situation. They won't know why they are stopping the actions that they were having. But you're building the kingdom, and the gates of hell cannot continue to operate that way. It says the gates of hell will not prevail against that. This is the rock he's building on. And because I'm building, I'm giving you keys of the kingdom. So he's asking us to, to, to kind of grow up here. See? See? To, to, to stop using it just so that I can be blessed, so I can be happy. See, he says, when you do it my way, when you don't forget my law and keep my commandments. Back in Proverbs chapter three, he says you'll find length of days, you'll have good days over and over and over again, length of them, and long life and peace. They will add to you. Let not mercy and truth for safety bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. Because you will find favor and good understanding. And this good understanding will be made manifest in the sight of God and man. Just like I said, the, the, the goodness of the Lord is what led you to repentance. Well, the goodness that comes from you will also do the same thing. It's the goodness of this. It's own loan, but glory to God. The goodness of the Lord is on loan. He gave it to you so that you can do good works. The goodness of the Lord leads us to repentance. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He said that on the cross, and when I heard that, it led me unto repentance because the word lives and abides forever. I heard that I was forgiven by the blood of Jesus on Calvary, and it led me to repentance. The goodness of the Lord does that. So when you have a good understanding, you will display it. It'll be a testimony that that God will be able to, yes, it'll be a testimony that God will be able to speak of in heaven. He'll be able to declare good over you in the heavens. And man will see that you're the one that's walking according to his will, that's walking according to his purpose. That people will see that. The Bible says they'll see your good works, and then they'll change their conversation. They will glorify God. It says men will see your good works, and they will glorify God. They'll change their conversation. You want to impact this world? Are you tired of seeing all of the stuff that's going around? Well, here is an opportunity for you to do something about it because you're going to find where Jesus is building, receive the keys, and then bind and loose. Not, not for you, not selfishly, see, because it's our job to lay down our life. That's what Jesus did. Follow me as I follow Christ. Well, he laid down his life. Amen. See, okay? this is when he's coming back. He's coming back when we look like him. He's seated in the right hand of the Father until all his enemies shall be made his footstool. And here we are, wow, Lord, and here we are naming more of the people we want to be his enemies. They did this to me so, God, you get them. We're trying to make them an enemy in the sight of God. He says, no, 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 no. I need for you to stop accusation. That's the devil's job. The devil is the accuser of the brethren. Love covers, that's what I heard, love covers a multitude of sin. So that if love covers a multitude of sin, and you're walking in love, how could it be that you're going to take that sin and bring it before God because you're going to accuse the brothers? Amen. I'm just reading the Bible, y'all. See? Okay? I'm supposed to be able to say, no, 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 Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Let grace be uh, displayed right here, Lord, because Jesus came down here, and he was full of grace and truth. Please notice that he led first with the grace. He led with grace first. He didn't tell them what they was doing wrong. He said he was full of grace, that's first, and then truth. Unfortunately for us, what we do is we're going to tell people what they're doing wrong. We're giving them the truth. Well, you forgot the grace. The grace leads us. The goodness of God leads us to repentance. Now the truth that you speak, they can hear it and see how to get out of the mess. But because you led with truth that just was cutting them, they didn't experience the grace. They experienced condemnation. God, that's the way we learned it. We tell them the truth, but we're supposed to tell them the truth in love. Okay, please get it. We're supposed to tell them the truth that's couched in love. That's covered, smothered in love. If you're going to tell them the truth, it has to be in love. Don't tell them the truth because you say, I'm loving on you and I don't want you to do it no more. No, that's not the truth in love. You're still selfish. If you tell them the truth in love, then Jesus said, you can continue in the truth and the truth then makes you free. Amen. Okay? I mean, we, we've got to open up. We are supposed to be the body of Christ. We're supposed to be his representatives. As he is, so are we in this world. His representative. And I promise you, I grew up in a place where that's not what was happening. They made me feel condemned, left, right, and sideways. I'm not saying they meant to. That's what they did because they hadn't done what the Bible tells them to do. Let your heart keep my commandments. Bind them upon your neck. Write them on the table of your heart. Then you will find this favor. Favor, the the, the thing that causes God to be able to do what he needs to do in your life through you because favor is all over you. Grace doesn't, grace, the Bible says, Jesus tasted death by the grace of God. Grace is so powerful, death could not even stop it. Hallelujah. He was full of his grace. See? So that even after they killed him, grace was still reaching out so that it can get me. Amen. See? If the devil had known what he was doing, it says he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If he didn't know, that's what was going to happen. He would have never crucified Jesus. But he thought, this is the way I can stop it. No, that's the way you can release it. an interesting thing about a dead man, he doesn't make accusations, does he? Amen. Amen. A dead man doesn't demand that you uh, stop hurting him because a dead man never felt it. Amen. Say. Okay. But we haven't come to that place in our understanding. We still bring God our complaints. Did he not tell us to enter into his presence with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise? Do you think that's just so you can have a church service? He said enter into his presence this way. It was not just for the church service. It's because your life functions this way. So then when you go, you don't go up there with accusation. I mean, I don't know. He said, pray for those that despitefully use you. Do you think this is praying? Father, get them. Do you think that's praying? I don't see how that's praying. I see that as accusing. Did they do it? Yes. Did God see it? Yes. And God says, vengeance is mine. I'll do the repaying." I need you to do the praying. But we kind of say, well, let me just tell you, God, I, I don't like this. Well, neither did he. But he was counting on you to make the difference because he gave the heathen to you for your inheritance. And you're not doing right by your inheritance. I will build my church upon this rock of revelation. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I'm giving you keys of the kingdom, keys that would cause people to be free, keys that would cause you to stay free. And whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loose is loosed, in heaven and on earth. But as we say, the choice is yours, your way or God's way. God's waiting on you today. Father, we just bless you and we thank you for your word that you sent to heal and deliver, for your word that elevates us to the place where we can function as we were created to function so that the earth can be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, so that people will see a difference. They will see the way that's set before them, the invitation that you make because of love. Thank you, Father, that you reveal that to us. And now we purpose to walk in that love, the agape love. The love does not count an a, a, a injury, does not count a wrong, does not look at the thing from a position of pride, does not look at the thing and, and say, I'm going to make this stop. It looks at it and say, thank you, Father, that first of all, I'm strong enough because you will not suffer us to be tempted above that which we're able to bear, but we'll, with the temptation, make a way that we may bear it so that we can escape. So we thank you that we trust you. We believe you. And as we believe you, Father, you can do great and mighty things through us because we are submitted to the love of God in this time. We give you praise, sir. We give you glory and honor. Committing it to you is done in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth was Lord and the Savior. And the redeemed of the Lord said together, amen, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, again, I'll, I'll give you all the opportunity as we state in the beginning of the ministry. But if you have any comments or any questions about the ministry today, then we'll give you the opportunity uh, to do that. So, um, area code 678. 678- 677-7795. Seven, 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 Here we go, 678. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, we just lost that one. And beloved, I'm not saying these things to put you on the spot. First of all, there cannot be any wrong question uh, because all it is, is telling us what you're walking through. Amen. Help us to walk together. Give us a, a word of encouragement through what you say because they overcame by the blood of the land, and by the word of their testimony. If you're not talking, then we can only get half of the blessing. Okay? So I ask you, and if you just want to say it was good, amen. Thank you for that. I appreciate that encouragement. But if you have a question, now is the time for those questions to be addressed because we have to grow together. There's not going to be another uh, individual uh, uh, rapture. We all have to go together. That means we're going to have to grow up Every joint has to supply The body grows by that which every joint supplies Area code 678 399 And notice I just give you a number I don't give you a name So nobody knows who you are Because I just gave you a number Area code 678-399-0457 If you have any questions or comments About the ministry tonight if you have a question or comment, this is the time, you can go ahead and ask it. Area mm-hmm. code 678-399-0457. Any questions or I comments about the ministry tonight? I don't have a question, but I enjoyed the word. It blessed me more than ever, and I will begin to utilize my keys, as I, have, I should have been doing in the first place. So I thank you for that word. Amen. 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 And I'll also say this now. I thank you for that. I appreciate the encouragement. And, and we, we would like for you to tell your friends, okay, that we're here on Monday night uh, at 9 o'clock so that we can get more people in the body of Christ to, to hear the revelation that God uses me to dispense so that we can all grow up in him because that's what we're here for. Amen. Thank you for that. Again, area code 404 Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? Yes. Four four, go ahead. Yes, I just appreciate how God just gives you scripture after scripture. I know sometimes you turn to the scripture and read to us, but then you just uh, incorporate uh, scripture just up out of your spirit, and I appreciate that. And it do letting me know that I do need to study more, be able to just have scripture come up out of my spirit like that. I appreciate it. Amen. And that that's where life is, and so that's how I learned it. Um, you know, and that's just a good thing to, to participate in the, in the flow of God because this is nothing that makes me great. This is simply me learning to submit in, in what God is required. So thank you for that. Area code 312-330-4024. You have the mic. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? Area code 313-330-4024. Amen. We thank you again for, for listening. Um, and we just appreciate that Area code 470 372 8210 you have the mic Area code 470 372 8210 Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? Hey Brother Steve um, So I did have a question I was listening to you talk about um, Forgiving people That have wronged you You know And I wanted you to kind of elaborate on people that don't grow up or wasn't raised in a household that, you know, shows them daily the safe walk. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Well, um, here's the thing. The Bible was written to us who have purposed to walk in righteousness. And so if he has to tell us over and over and over and over again to forgive, that's probably something we're going to have a problem with because we keep going back to, but they did, but they say it. And they did say and they did do. But why am I going to let the person that hurt me have more control in my life than I have? Because Jesus said this, if you don't forgive, then your father who's in heaven he cannot forgive you. Not only if that was uh, bad enough, he says. now, when you pray, he won't even hear you. You know, as you stand praying, forgive. So then I don't have a choice. I have to forgive. Why? Because I named the name of the Lord. And he said, if I name the name of the Lord, I have to call upon him out of a pure heart. A heart that has unforgiveness is not a pure heart. <laughs> It is a flesh heart. I get that. But that's not what you're supposed to serve him with. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So even though they were not taught this, your job, according to Jesus, again, he said, if, some, if your brother comes to you and he did something, Peter, the politician said, how long? How many times will I forgive my brother? Seven times? And Jesus said, no. Seventy times seven. That is a day and that is for each offense. So if he comes to you and does four things in the same time, he still got three more to do just for that one thing. He said 70 times seven a day. And if he comes to you in the day and say, I'm sorry, and then you have to forgive him, even if he does it in 10 more minutes. Why? Because Jesus said the way we, this thing works is you must forgive pure heart Seventy times seven a day. So it's our job. That's our requirement. That's just the, that. That's the, the proving ground. I don't like to say test. That's the proving ground on whether you want to walk in the word or walk in the flesh. Because that's a that's a that's a command. That's not a suggestion. Okay. That's that's one of them commands. Forgive if you have ought against any. He didn't say think about forgiving. He didn't say when it's really when you fed up, then forget. No, he said, forgive if you have aught against any. See, so those are not suggestions. And I know we don't want to hear that because we try to protect ourselves when we don't have to do that. God has your back. See, we've got to hear that and believe that that God has my back and the mercy of God. The goodness of God is what's going to lead them to repentance. You are not a doormat. You are not somebody that's being abused. You are somebody that is allowing the glory to flow. Again, as we learned tonight, he gave you keys to the kingdom. And those keys are what's going to help you know how to function and how to release. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you for being on the call. Again, area code 773-895-9153. Uh, area code 773-895-9153. You, you have the mic. Go ahead. Thank you, Grandpa. Any questions or comments? All right. Amen. Glad to hear you on the call again. Glad to hear you on the call. And these things uh-huh. that I that I spoke, love you, too. These things that I spoke, I know they're not easy. Sometimes, you know, we, we trip over them. But stand back up <laughs> and walk upright because he said he will not withhold any good thing from those that walk upright. Glad to see hear you on the call. Love you. I'll talk to you soon. Area code um, 770-315-9318. Area code 770-315-9318. 9318. You have the mic. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? Uh, my comment, um, the word that went forth was um, right on time, uh, all in about putting the word upon your heart and is basically putting God first in all things. Yeah. 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 You know what's so good about that? When we put him first, You know what he does? Because whatever you sow, that's what you reap. That's what he said, right? So if I put God first, then you know what he's going to do? He's going to put me first. First. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are trying to make God do something. If you will just do what he says, it elevates you. You go right to the front of the line. You are now first. The only thing I would tell you about that is the position of first, is a great, big, huge position. Everybody can fit there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we say, well, yeah. I'm first, I can brag. No, 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 no. You're just in a big place that's called mm-hmm. first. That's all. Right. That, that, yeah. Before he deals with the sinners, he's going to deal with you. You are in that place called first. Right? Amen. And he told us something about first. He said, uh, you, you've forgotten your first love. Ooh, that was good, Lord. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. He says you forgotten your first love. I, I, because I'm the one who loved you before you loved me. God loved us Amen. first, and now because I put Him first, then He says, now I put you in this big place. I call this nice, safe place. I call first. Oh, that's good, Lord. I like that. He said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Amen. 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 Thank you for the call again. I just going to go back check with area code three one two, three three zero. 4024 Any comments or questions About the ministry tonight Hallelujah Well again I would come to tell you that If the, the ministry has been a blessing To you Then um, We'd like for you to go and uh, Sow a seed here at LiveDeliverance.com Just go to the website And find the, uh, the donate tab And then allow God to tell you the seed that you should sow at live deliverance.com don't back up and be scared what that God's trying to bless you you make him first he'll make you first this is just a a, a rule that's a heavenly rule that's the way he does it so that that if that means that you have to say I'm gonna sacrifice find out what the size of the seed that he wants you to bless because if you have received of the spiritual things it's no big deal that you should be in sow of your natural things. Okay? That's the way he looks at it. He's trying to bless us. This is not so that I can have more money and, you know, go do this or that. Just go ahead and be obedient to the Lord. All right? That's what we want to ask you to do. Just go to the uh, website, livedeliverance.com, look at the Donate tab, and be a blessing. Again, it remind you to tell all your friends that they can listen and participate in the broadcast here on Monday evenings at 9 o'clock. We're here basically every Monday. Uh, imparting into your life so that we can see God do the good things that he wants to do. So, with that being said, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Until next Monday, love y'all. Be blessed.